Yes, people, what's going on? Welcome to another episode of Echo Chamber. So, let us get into um, yeah the top 15 films streaming this week. So, at number 15, we've got Spider Man Far From Home, which, yo. It's a great film, you know what I mean? At number 14, we've got Just Mercy. At number 13, we've got Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle. At number 12, we've got Rocket Man. Number 11, we've got Le Mans 66, aka Ford v Ferrari. At number 10, we've got Playing with Fire. At number 9, Yo, where it all started, Spider-Man Homecoming. At number eight, we've got Hop. At number seven, we've got the very entertaining Knives Out. At number six, there's Trolls. At number five, we've got Blue Story. At number four, it's Frozen 2. At number three, it's Sonic the Hedgehog At number 2 It's Jumanji The Next Level And at number 1 Star, Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker So there you go people Those are the top streaming Movies In the UK right now So just one film for you this week People so um Yo, let's get into that. Okay, so this week I uh, checked out the platform on Netflix. Um, it's a Spanish sci-fi uh, thriller horror kind of film. Um, the Spanish name is El Holo, which is actually pronounced the whole. That's the translation And uh, yeah So there's already been Plenty of kind of horror films Called The Hole So I understand why they Went with the platform But It is directed by um, Golda Gastal Uritia I think that's how you pronounce it Um yeah, yeah, it is, you know, it's got a, obviously, a, a Spanish cast, um, Ivan Mescu, Antonia San Juan, um, Emilio Balucoca, uh, and a few other people with other names that I, uh, yeah, can't really pronounce that well, um, <laughs> oh gosh um, So the music was from Aranzo Calaglia Cinematography Jean de Dominique um, And the Like the gist of the film You know It's a, it's a simple one It's, it's, it's good though um, So it's set in a large Tower style 
vertical self-management center where the residents who are periodically switched at random between its many floors are fed by a platform which is you know starts at the top initially filled with you know loads of food loads of food that gradually descends through the levels um it is a system bound to cause conflict as the residents at the top levels can eat as much as they can leaving increasingly little for those below so yeah that's the gist and you know we come into the film with our uh, our main guy um yeah he's in a you know he's lying there he wakes up um so this is gorang so he wakes up in a cell with um uh, an older guy called Trimagasi um and yeah so it's kind of like okay so what's so it's up to us kind of try and piece together what's going on right and so Tragasi is kind of informing uh gorag of what happens because you know the platform descends a whole load of food comes and um he's not hungry at the beginning because he's just seeing this you know table that's been yeah ravaged there's food on it but it's a mess it's all a mess and then go tremassi descends on it just stuffing as much as he can in his face um so goran just takes an apple and he's like oh i'll eat it later and um yeah then he sees tremassi just drink some wine and pour the rest of it out on throw the bottle on so it smashes on the food and it's just like wait what what is happening here and yeah so Tremassi kind of explains to him you know yeah this is what happens this is the deal you know the, the people at the top eat their fill and it descends and we do the same and it goes like that and it's this kind of Obviously, you know what I mean? If everyone did, you know, did the right thing, there's a, there should be enough food to go around. But that's not how it works. But, you know, so we're seeing, like, this kind of conflict within Gorang on, like, what to do and everything like that. <sighs> but, you know, obviously, everything just kind of, changes as time goes by and so we're watching this but then we're getting these cut scenes right so we flip to Goran before he goes into you know the the, the prison kind of containment unit place and he's he's talking to this woman and it's like because what we're we're told one story. He tells Tramassi why he's there. But 
you don't actually know, is this the truth, do you know what I mean, like, is what he told the truth, because the, the, the way we see him on the outside talking, having this kind of interview, whatever it is, before he goes in, right, that, what he tells Tramassi is never kind of verified there, we just hear him talking, be like, okay, so this is allowed, this isn't allowed, blah, 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 you know, but it's never like, okay, so you're going in for this reason, and blah, we don't get, so you're, you're, you do wonder, okay, so is there something more here, is he a spy, is he a, you know, uh undercover cop, like, you know, what is the real reason, and, it's funny how his viewpoint seems to change because he's with Chamasi for a month. So it's funny how everything changes within that month, which is like, ah, okay, that's not even that long for him to go in certain ways. Um, but, we, you know, we, 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 there's all these other things that are happening right, and, oh, so if you keep food, you're not allowed to keep food for later, is if you do that, they raise the temperature, or they lower the temperature, you know what I mean, so they, they've, they will roast you, or freeze you, until, you know, you get rid of that food, so there's, there's these different mechanisms that the, you know, the place uses to try and keep people in the confines of what they want them to be doing, right, and so, you know, you're watching it, and you're thinking, okay, so this obviously, it's like a metaphor, right, you know, it's a parable, it's meant to be giving us all these messages on goodness, and all of this, and look, I get it, I understand it, I don't know if I think it really, I I don't know if it kind of gives you that message that well, right, there's a lot that you have to go, ah, well, I think it's saying, you know what I mean, like, nothing is clear, so either, right, they, um, you know, the director wanted to be, like, really smart, put this kind of message out there that, yeah, you can read into it what you want, this, we're either going to get told it's that, right, or, yeah, they just didn't tell the story that well, you know, because, yeah, it's easy to say, oh, yeah, you, you missed this, and, or this, or, you know, or they'll just say, well, no, 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 no. what you should have got out of it is this, because we had that, and blah, 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 you know, because there's the number of flaws that we see, that kind of, if you, you look at that number, and then you think about how many people are technically on each floor, you get something, so it's just like, oh, so they're saying that this place is this, and there's another kind of, 
there's these other scenes of chefs in a kitchen. So there is a kind of idea that what we actually see, we're not actually seeing. You know, like there's something that happens at the end that is something is actually something else. Right? And so there's there's scenes that we see in the middle of the film that technically are at the end of the film. Like there's all of this thing that could be, but you don't know. Right? You don't know. The one thing that is there's like there's a lot of stuff that does contradict itself in the film, right? And especially at the end, right? So if you take the end for what the you know at face value, now from what we saw happen to a woman earlier on, well, you know the intent of what was meant to happen to her, <laughs> you think. Oh, and you're going to send this on there? Really? <laughs> you don't think that someone's just going to be like, hmm, nice, I'll have that. You know, that will keep me busy for a month. You know what I mean? It's a bit like, ah, that don't make any sense. That's kind of weird. Uh, yeah, you know, it's like um, the director... You know, he said some stuff about the film Like he said, um, you know, he acknowledges that the film could be difficult to watch But his purpose um, of the approach is to generate discussion and debate By viewers and the political messages You know, and it's a bit like, yeah Look, I get it, but the political messages that you that they're trying to give, you know, there, because there are some discussions within it, but it's a bit like, okay, technically you, you know, Gorin had been in there for mm, three months, so it's a bit, and he's like, oh well, blah 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 blah, and it's just like, well, firstly, you chose. If we're to believe everything you chose to be in there And you don't know You haven't spoken to many people So it's hard to then go No, it's obviously this You know what I mean? So it's like anything political It is a kind of Like I don't think it It would give any clear message Because there's no clear picture you know, so, and it's easy to go, well, yes, obviously, this means this, and that means that, and these people are bad, and these people are good, and it's just like, eh. but without a clear kind of understanding and picture, it's a bit like, eh, but that, you know, that could be anything, you know what I mean, so there's that, um, and, <laughs> well, I kind of think, because, you know, because this came out when it came out So you you have people kind of, you know, going Oh, well, obviously, yes This means And so, um Someone uh, who reviewed it for The Guardian Um, as Sam Jones Now they said that the film is The perfect parable for life In the time of the coronavirus 
<laughs> and a, a visceral investigation of how a crisis can impose not only the stratification of human society, but also the immutable strands of selfishness coded into our DNA. Which you're just like, <laughs> yeah. You could say that's what this film is if you really want to stretch. You know what I mean? If you really want to say, oh yes, this this is a clear indicator of <laughs> this, and it shows that people are. It's just like, ah, no. It, this, that's so simplistic. You know, that's such a simplistic viewpoint. I feel, right. Because, yeah, you can say, oh, well, yeah, this clearly shows that people are assholes and it clearly shows this and bum bum bum. And it's just like, but does it? Because, you know, it's like with surveys, it's like when you see idiots give interviews on TV. You know, show us where Brazil is. Oh, it's there, isn't it? No, that's Australia. You know, it's one of those ones. Because it's like, how many people did they ask who got it right? Right? How many people did they even ask before they got to that? You know, so it's always very subjective. And if if we're only seeing so many people... To say that, you know, all of this thing is inherently coded into the air. It's a bit like, mm, really though? Really though? You know what I mean? So, yeah, it's it's an odd one. It's an odd one, you know. We, we get, like, these scenes of visions. But then you have to question, well, why aren't they coming all the time? You know, if, if you're trying to say that, yeah, it's like... Uh, a haunted message You know a, a ghost of Christmas past type of thing Like Yeah They would be there all the time But they're not So it's Yeah there's a lot of contradictory stuff There's a lot There's a lot happening So I, I think it is You know They definitely wanted You to Think a certain way With this film but I don't know how effective it is. You know, there was a lot of talk that got me to think, okay, I'll check it out. There's a lot of people going, oh, this film is great, this film is big, this is incredible, bum, bum, bum. But, I mean, for for me, I, I feel that things like The Cube, that was a a better film. Or like The Descent Like I think those kind of films Are really kind of keyed into human nature And kind of gave you a better kind of look at um, People's evolution into a certain way of thinking You know what I mean? But hey This this could definitely be um, your cup of tea if you like the um, yeah well if you liked the cube you know if you liked the descent if you like that kind of stuff then I think yeah give this a shot you I think you'll find this interesting um, 
But yeah, I guess it depends on your viewpoint to your interpretation of what this film is. You know? Hmm. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's on Netflix, people. And um, while there's not much happening, hey, it's, it's that time to check out the weird and wonderful when it comes to film and TV, right? So yeah. Maybe you want to give this a go. Okay. So, yeah, it's the platform. It's on Netflix. So, uh, it's, yeah, as I said, look, it's a Spanish horror, thriller, sci fi. But it, it, it's, uh, it's got an English dub. So, you know, don't worry. You don't have to, yeah, read um, subtitles if that's not your thing. But, yeah, if you want to. Listen to it in Spanish. Yeah, just change the audio settings. You know what I mean? So, uh, there you go, people. There you go. Okay, people. So, we're coming to the end of another episode. A little bit of film news before we jump. Alright, so Warner Brothers have decided to send their new Scooby-Doo animated film... Straight to um, Premium VOD uh, Which will come out on the 15th of May So um, yeah, on the 15th it will be available to rent Which is a 48 um, hour period Or to buy So the price is $19.99 Or $24.99 Respectively Okay, so, um, yeah, there is that They have also, um, moved the release of, um, John M. Chu's In the Heights Uh, to, um, June the 18th, 2021 So, yeah, they pushed that back a full year Um, okay, so next, um Paramount, they have moved the release of Without Remorse by two weeks, so it's now gonna open on the 2nd of October. Now, this is the new um, Tom Clancy adaptation, uh, but it's not a Jack Ryan, this time it's John Clark, a young Navy SEAL. Um, who goes on the path to revenge um, after his girlfriend is murdered at the hands of a Baltimore drug lord? Uh, and he, um, yeah, so he goes to work for the CIA. Uh, John Clark is going to be played by Michael B. Jordan um, in this one. So, uh, yeah, you know, it's being directed by Stefano Solima. And um, Taylor Sheridan wrote the script. Uh, some more uh, Paramount news. So it seems that Chris Pine has, um, yeah, potentially joined another new franchise. So, you know, before, hey, he played a uh, Tom Clancy character. He was Jack Ryan just for one film, but um, he tried with that. And we know he was in Star Trek Well this time 
he is going to be playing Simon Templar. And if you don't know, Simon Templar is the saint. We've had, um, you know, the very successful TV series um, in the 60s where Roger Moore played the um, titular character. And then there was the 1997 film where Val Kilmer uh, had the role. Not as good, that one. But yeah. So it'll be interesting to see what Pine can do with it. This, uh, you know, this new iteration is going to be directed by uh, Dexter Fletcher. So, um, you know, he's coming off the success of uh, Rocket Man. So it'll be interesting to see what happens with this. Uh, so Netflix, there's a bit going on with them. They have just picked up the global rights uh, to legendary entertainment Enola Holmes. Now, um, I knew nothing about Enola, but she um, she is the uh, younger sister of um, Sherlock. Yeah. So this this is coming from a series of books from Nancy Springer. So uh, yeah, now it's directed by Harry Bradbeer, and the film kind of revolves around the disappearance of Enola's uh, mother. Um. On her 16th birthday So she goes to um, Her brothers Sherlock and uh, Mycroft But instead of wanting to help They are trying to send her back To boarding school So she sets off To London To uh, You know Try and solve this mystery And get her mum's back Um so Millie Bobby Brown is playing Inula and um, yeah it's also going to have Henry Cavall as uh, Sherlock and Sam Claffin as Mycroft um, Fiona Shaw and Helena Bottomer Carter are also in the film so uh, yeah I don't know, we'll see what happens um, with this Uh, Also, Netflix have acquired the global rights to uh, The Starling Um, So this film was written by Matt Harris And it's um, starring Melissa McCarthy Kevin Kline, Chris O'Dowd and Timothy Oliphant Um, Yeah so Basically the film Is revolving around McCarthy and O'Dowd Who are married uh, And they're trying to rebuild their relationship After a tragedy Um, Yeah O'Dowd deals with his Grief in recovery And um, McCarthy um, you know, she's trying to heal by growing a beautiful garden in her backyard But she soon finds herself repeatedly attacked by a starling that has built a nearby nest And so turns to a, um, 
psychiatrist turned veterinarian with baggage of his own, played by Klein, who tries to help her. Um, so uh, this is um, yeah, this is being filmed by uh, Ted Melfi. Um, who um, he completed principal photography before everything went crazy, so the film is currently in post production, which you know means, um, yeah, we could be seeing it at some point this year. Uh, now, no one knows what's going to happen, uh, but the Toronto International Film Festival, TIFF. Are um, looking into ways to circumvent any issues. Now, the festival it takes place in September, but there's still uncertainty. So they have said that they're going to be adding a digital, a digital component to um, this year's event, which is really good because hey, means I might be able to get to cover some shit. Um, but no word on how large this component will be and what it will actually comprise of. But um, yeah, I'm sure uh, more information will be dropping in the upcoming months. Now, um, some big news. Uh, so, we, um, I think a lot of people had heard that Susan Collins had written a prequel to her Hunger Games trilogy so um, it's now been confirmed that Francis Lawrence who helmed um, all the sequels to the first Hunger Games is going to be uh, directing this feature The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes and um, this one will be through Lionsgate as well now the um, you know the book is going to be out on the nineteenth of May. Uh, so um, yeah, if people want an early little glimpse of what is going to happen, they can grab that. But this movie focuses on Cornelius Snow, an eighteen-year-old Cornelius Snow. Um, so um, you know, it says that. Well, obviously, the young Snow is handsome and charming. And um, though the Snow family has fallen on hard times, he soon sees a chance for a change in his fortunes when he is chosen to be a mentor for the 10th Hunger Games, only to have his elation dashed when he is assigned to mentor the girl tribute for the impoverished district 12 uh, so no casting has been done yet um, and uh, you know we'll see what happens you know we have to wait for um, all the craziness to stop but uh, Nina Jacobson and Brad Simpson are producing this one so yeah, we'll see what happens And we will end with this So it seems that Universal Pictures and Lego have um, 
entered a five-year exclusive agreement to develop, produce and distribute film releases based on, you know, all the Lego intellectual properties and then some original ideas. So um, Warner Brothers originally had this um, little deal. You know, they put out four films, but uh, yeah, that ended and um, Universal jumped in and uh, have landed this uh, lucrative little thing. Um, you know, be interesting to see, uh, you know, how they proceed with it and what they do. You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, I guess it's um, waiting and seeing, and I, I'm sure more news will come. You know, once the world opens up again, and um, you know, things can really move forward. But people, that is it for another week. Hey, enjoy all the films that you're watching right now. You know. And uh, we will see you, uh, yeah, next week. All right. Peace.